Good morning. Welcome to episode two. Thank you for joining me again. So who am I? Why am I qualified to do this? Why should you listen? Well, the fact of the matter is, I'm no one. I don't have a degree in biblical studies. I'm not a pastor. I'm, I am just some guy. I am a sinner. I am a sinner through and through. And I've done some of the worst things that you can do to a family, to kids. I have struggled with sexual sin. I have struggled with pornography. That struggle lasted about uh, 20 years. And uh, I had gone to counseling. I had gone to pastors. Um, I've talked about it with friends. And uh, I received a lot of guidance. Um, a lot of uh, apply this, apply that, do this differently. Uh, your faith isn't big enough. Your, um, you're not your faith isn't deep enough. Uh, you're not doing the right things. And don't get me wrong, some of those things were right. But, after all those pastors and counselors, I struggled. I continued to struggle. Like I said, I'm a sinner through and through. This heart of mine, this black nastiness that overflows out of it, I am a sinner. I attended two different churches. Uh, don't get me wrong, I've attended a few more than that, but uh, uh, two specific churches where my struggles with sexual sin really hit the fan two different times. And in the Denver metro area, one of these churches was on the northeast side. One of them was on the southeast side of Denver. And in this time period, uh, both pastors of those churches couldn't really help me. They tried, but they pointed me to one guy. And unfortunately, the first time I was pointed towards him, I didn't follow through on it. The second time, I was desperate enough to do so. And some would say that the desperation that I felt was the pivotal part of that change. And from the outside, I don't doubt that's how it looked. But from the inside, I know that this one guy, he had a different way of doing things. And that's part of why I'm doing this. In all of the Denver metro area, there was one guy, not 50% of pastors, there wasn't 75% of pastors that could help me out. It was one guy. The night we met, he uh, didn't need to know much about my sin. Over the next few sessions, he was going to ask a little bit, but not a lot. Because he was so confident in God's word. Now, he didn't say those words, but this is what I've learned that 
if we actually studied God's Word, if we actually understood what it said, it would reveal the sin that I had going on in my heart. And so, two guys sat across from the table with two Bibles and some blank sheets of paper. The first night we met, he told me it would take two to three months to put this sin behind me. And I'd heard, well, I take that back. I had never heard anybody predict that. I've heard a lot of people tell me they could help me with it. But it was this one guy. In our sessions, we talked, we read our Bibles, he pointed out specific verses in there that revealed to me kind of what I was doing, what I believed. Uh, there was a difference between what I would say I believed and what I was doing, and he helped me see those things. So, he helped me see the lies that I was believing, and we replaced that with the truth. So this is where the Christian life gym comes from. My desire to have this guy's faith in God. This guy's faith in God's word. And his ability to apply God's word to men's lives to create change. My hope isn't in a process. I think God's Word gives us some of that process, and that part is trustworthy. I think God's Word reveals specific things about who He created men to be, and I think those things are trustworthy. But it's not the process. I do believe that Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior for eternity, but also moment to moment, day to day, week to week, month to month, year to year. And so, I'm working this out. I have a good idea about how this works, how it functions, how we as men function, what we need as men before God need so that we can actually grow in God. There is an enemy out there. You are at risk. This enemy wants to destroy you. Wants you to continue to struggle with sin. Wants to derail your marriage. He wants your household to become fatherless. He wants your kids to be raised fatherless. He wants to destroy you. He wants to destroy your family. He wants to destroy your hope in Jesus. And so I need you. I need you to join us as Christian men coming together to help each other Sharpen each other. Prepare defenses to strengthen our faith. 
My hope is that the Christian Life Jam is going to play a big role in that, in bringing together men who are ready to start taking God more seriously, to start disrupting their everyday life, to start living more and more like Jesus wants us to. Now I know that might sound a little crazy, but as we get going, I think you guys will buy in as well that that disruption is exactly what we need to rewrite our daily habits, to rewrite our priorities, to recommit to a life that really reflects Jesus. Our strength will be not in ourselves, but in allowing him to live more fully through us. So if you're ready to seriously follow Jesus, then come join me in the Christian Life Gym as we work out our faith in him. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for joining. Now let's get out there and make today a great day to serve the King.